It's been two months since the volcanic eruption and tsunami devastated Tonga, leaving three dead and causing over 90 million US dollars in damages. The nation's Omicron outbreak has complicated recovery efforts, with the kingdom in lockdown since February 2nd. Now Tonga's agriculture industry is experiencing a severe downturn, with both exports and local sales in decline. RNZ Pacific's Finau Fonua reports. It has already been a long and tough year for Tongan farmer Gimi Afiaki, whose business once thrived with weekly coconut and taro exports. Today he and his workers are husking over 2,000 coconuts for a container destined for Australia. It will be the second only container of produce that he has managed to export this year. The livelihoods of commercial farmers in Tonga is at risk, and Afiaki, like many other farmers, blame Tonga's current border closure and lockdown restrictions. You know, if, if our government doesn't come up with initiatives to support us, then, you know, I have no choice but to work. You know, I'm not a government employee. I don't get wages for staying at home. I don't want people to die from this disease. But, um, yes, we have to work. We have to make money. So you've got to weigh up the risks. Look at other countries. Everyone else is starting to go out of lockdown and just, you know, we've got to live with it. Tonga's lockdown measures have only been getting harsher following the kingdom's first reported COVID deaths. On Sunday, the government enforced more restrictions, requiring all businesses to close down for one week and the public to self-isolate. Farmers have been allowed to tend their crops, but have no one to sell it to. Minoru Nishi, the owner of Tonga's largest exporting company, Nishi Trading Company Limited, says that his business used to buy produce from over 100 farmers. That's now dropped to 53. He worries about the psychological impact of the current hardships caused by lockdown restrictions on small-scale farmers, many of whom are paying off loans. So it's adding the pressure on a lot of our farmers and families at home. You know, some of some of our farmers in the country sector uh, solely rely on, on their farms for their livelihoods. And when there's a lockdown like this and they can't get to the farm for harvest or maintenance of their crops, it, it really is a, you know, a difficult situation for them. And given that they, a lot of them also have loans with the government bank and other commercial banks, it's a huge burden on families. Another unexpected challenge disrupting Tonga's local economy has been the sudden and massive arrival of food aid into the country. Containers full of bulk food sent by donors from all over the world has become stiff competition to local vendors and retail. Local retailer Lineni Dalanoa Tao says her family business has suffered since the eruption. If people don't come in, you're not going to, you know, they're not going to buy your goods and you're not going to get any money to pay your suppliers. So. You know, I used to uh, order a lot of stuff from my wholesalers, but um, I can't order stuff that I used to order um, previously. I don't have the money or the finances to, to afford to pay off my suppliers. The last two weeks has seen an outpouring of support for Tonga's recovery. From satellite terminals donated by the world's richest man, Elon Musk, to millions of dollars in funds and material aid provided by foreign governments and agencies. Just last week, the Food and Agriculture Organization announced a $700,000 project in collaboration with the Tongan government to revive the kingdom's agriculture sector. However, neither Nishi nor Afiaki are informed of the project. Nishi says the commercial farming sector is being under-prioritized.
the government's got a lot of tractors coming in from aid from China, but not everybody is going to get access to that. So that's going to be distributed to town offices and districts throughout Tonga, but whether there'll be enough to cater for the commercial sector, with the commercial, semi, semi-commercial and commercial farmers, which is a bulk of them supply a lot of the food to, to the local market and also our exports, you know, they, they, they need that kind of assistance. Resort owners whose businesses were completely destroyed have received over $2,000 in emergency funds, and businesses have received $100 reductions in their recent electricity bills. Delanoa Tao says she's under pressure to pay off debts. You know, if the government be a bit more flexible in allowing us to make our loan payments, during this time it's uh, quite difficult, you know, trying to juggle everything and trying to um, get money to pay off everybody. <laughs> Many businesses believe more help is needed as Tongans come to grips with the pandemic two months on from the devastating tsunami and eruption.